Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. Welcome back to Coolin' Out. We back. Kev. Sal. Rel. We in the building with Krim Della, a.k.a. Black Zeus. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. NYC Grind event winner. What's up, man? How you been? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm I'm in a positive mood right now. You're in a positive, positive mood? Positive day. You know what I'm saying? Making moves towards Bury Me and Gold Volume 2, so that's always positive. Nice. Yeah. I like I'm good. Yeah. Where you want to start? Wherever. The beginning. <laughs> that Where it all started. He's terrible with this trying to position my shit. <laughs> he in the back trying to trying to figure out trying to finagle his Insta Live. I don't never do this. Trying to get these I'm angles like popping. Zero, zero watches, watches. You good? You got the good lighting? Man, I that phone new? That battery <laughs> might. What? My phone is. My phone okay, so your battery mind. equipped. Mm. Nah, it's not great, but. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can tell you ain't you. You don't do this often. No, I don't do live. <laughs> yeah, we said, it's checking connection now. All right, we good. All right, we good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, we good. Let's, let's good. start. Let's get it. All right. So where you from, man? Harlem, New York. Born and raised. Oh, whole life. Oh, yeah. part of Harlem. Where? Dipset. Yeah, 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 I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I used to hate Bird those gang for life. But yo, nah, um, 112th, Seventh Avenue. You know, if you're a real Harlemite, you know Seventh Avenue. That mean goes without saying. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. You know what that is? Of course not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe I don't know. Maybe That's not where Apollo is. Is Apollo on? Apollo is between 7th Avenue and 8th Avenue. Oh, but if you're a Harlem person, like, so 7th Avenue now is technically Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard. Okay, okay. I, I, do know, I do know that. Yeah, okay. that's, but I call it 7th Avenue. Thank you. Okay. Lennox is that's just Lennox. Lennox. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, yo, where's 7th Avenue? Yeah, that's, that's right. Main Street through Harlem. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, talk to the people. You you rap, you make, whoop. I, don't like, I don't like calling people rappers. Sometimes people get offended by that. Nah, Artists? I don't get it. I, I don't Creative. get offended because you could be a rapper and artist and all of that. As long as you're just not just a rapper. Because mm-hmm. I, I was saying earlier on my Instagram, I was like, you know, some people, like, they just get stuck on just trying to out-rap everybody. And that's not really what it's about. Yeah. Like, you trying to me, bar them to death? Yeah, I'm not trying to bar people to death all the time. <laughs> like, for me, it's, like, about making music. And, like, I like the song, right? All the people I look up to 
well, above all else, songwriters like the Jay Z's, the Eminem, they wrote songs. So it's like they could rap good, but they could also write songs. So sometimes when you're writing a song, you might have to sacrifice trying to over rap for like whatever fits that song. And so that's what I'm about, you know. Mm. I just want to make the best music possible. What kind of music, like, what kind of music would you classify your, your how would you classify your music? I think it's like, it's almost like, I don't like the word conscious, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I come from a very, like, a very activist background. My father was a Pan-Africanist. And um, actually, they just named the street after him in Harlem on, um, I think it's the southwest corner of 125th Street. Right. So, so if you go there. The Pops? Yeah, it's, it's Alambe Brathway. It just happened last Saturday, I think it was. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So he was, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. So he was a, a, a activist and very Pan-Africanist, and he was very much into Africa and knowing your roots and stuff like that. A lot of teachers from Marcus Garvey, things like that. But, like, I come from that. And so I because it's a, embedded in to who I am, I can't help but, like, have certain things in my music that connect to it. Mm. But I really just make music about who I am, what I've been through, and life experiences. You know, for me, it's more like it's about sharing yourself with somebody because you never know who might be like you or might be going through and be able to connect with what you're saying. So I make music to connect with people and touch people at important parts of their life. Mm. And so, I mean, that's what I think. That's what I think when I make my music. That's why I try not to hold back. Yeah. I try to just be straightforward with how I'm feeling when I'm writing a song. Yeah. Things like that But it's hard to classify it It's like um, I'm very much inspired by DMX That's one of my favorite rappers of all times Yeah that's my dude <laughs> X Like barking at niggas and shit But um, Very much inspired by I would say DMX But um, Also a big fan of Eminem Jay mm-hmm. All of those people So I would say my music is just basically in a wrong way Like it feels like revolution But it also feels like fun It feels like you can be yourself And that's mm-hmm. what I want to do So I want to be able to make music that's like this But I also want to be able to make music that can turn you up And I want to incorporate all those ideas into it Because even when I'm having fun and I'm partying I'm, I'm also thinking about all types of different things So it's yeah. like who's to say you can't turn up But then also do this So if I want to go to from A Boogie to fucking Kendrick Lamar from A Boogie to like um, Drake. Rhapsody yeah. or Drake, like what the fuck is the problem? Yeah, I'm gonna listen to some Uzi first, and then I'm gonna go listen to the Drake, Drake, yeah, or Drake yeah. or some shit, <laughs> or a fucking Kendrick. Like yeah. it's all right, it's a it's a spectrum. Like you got to be able to be human. Yeah, yeah. How long so, you been making music? Should I started writing rhymes when I was like 12, 13, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I really started like. So here's a funny story. The first rhyme I ever wrote, right? Yeah. I was a mad, I was an uber gangster in this rhyme. My yeah. brothers was like, so I have a lot of older brothers, right? There's yeah. a lot of us. And so um, two of my older brothers, the ones that are closest in age, just seven years and 14 years apart, right? Dang, yeah, was he was older. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, was fucking, he was fucking. My oldest brother is 20 years older than me. My sister's probably 22 years older than me, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe Shots even more. Shout out to your pops. That's why you got a street name down Yeah, there. yeah, he's out here. But, um, <laughs> So, uh, shit, I almost lost my Oh, yeah, so I, I had this rap, right? And I remember it was like, I'm going to spit to you headless, spit to you something. Something to you that this spit to you headless. Um, I leave a nigga dead like to see some shit like that. And my brothers is like, yo, you actually you got some high punchlines, but you're not going to do any of that. Yeah. So how about, how about you just rap about, you know? And so then I started getting into cannabis and shit, and I was like on that lyrical shit. And yeah. then. Just, you know, from there, I just kept writing. It was the only thing I kept doing because I used to draw comic books with my cousin 
who's still a comic book artist now. Okay. So it's like we went in different directions. We used to write rhymes together, and then we drew together. But then I kept doing rhymes. He kept doing art. Mm. So um, that's like how I guess I grew up doing it. And then I think around, I was always writing songs in my notebook. Like that was always my main focus to know how to write songs. And then it just evolved over years as I like my life evolved. You know, I became more of an adult. I understood things in a different realm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was held back less. So, and that's, I guess, I don't know if that answers the question, well, but that's, that yeah. 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 And when would you say you found your style? Probably in the last two, three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, I right, so I, I made a, um, I did this exercise that became a mixtape. And um, I was, like, very much into the idea of infusing trap sounds, trap flows with, like, conscious music and ideals. and Because I think conscious, people get this idea that conscious music is, like, always peace. Like, nah, that shit could be, like, rebellious. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, very much like public enemy, right? And so when I thought about it, I was like, you know, I want to try and do something that infuses those two together. So I did this thing called the Zoo Styles. And every month I had my man, oh, yeah, come through, my boy Paco, the G-Train Bandit. And we'd shoot. I'd create songs with Paco. And then um, we would we'd create the song. He'd mix it. Then we'd just shoot a video. And I'd do it every month. And it was called the Zoo Styles. And that was really like an exercise. And it turned into a mixtape called God King Zoo Styles. But a lot of those songs was like very much like infusing Migos flows and all types of different flows with like different ideas. Like I had a song called Madiba. And it was like, Madiba, Madiba, we screaming for freedom. We on that Madiba. And like I didn't realize it back then, but it really was an exercise in songwriting, exercise in like knowing how to interpret and and infuse those ideas into different Mm -hmm. things. It's not one of my favorite projects now. But then after that, it, it led me to the point where I could create um, my last project, which is on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff now, called Bury Me in Gold, Volume 1, produced entirely by Minecraft. And so it put me in a place where I could make those songs where it wasn't just so focused on just being those songs. It can like be me as well, yeah. instead of it just being like, yo, this is what they're doing to us. But it's like, this is what I'm going through, and this is how it relates to what's happening yeah. in the overall spectrum. Do you find it difficult to... Stay true to yourself and your music and the sound that you want to create, knowing that most rappers nowadays are talking about killing people or doing drugs and like kind of have what? very similar sounds. Not not all rappers, but most no, rappers. Kidding, no, they- <laughs> nah, it's not hard for me because it's like here's the thing. So I've been around gangsters, like real people that have like been around, you know, that came up doing shit like from the 80s, like if you look at the age gap to my brothers, I got brothers that grew up in the 80s. The 80s Harlem is completely different from this Harlem. So I've heard stories, I've seen things. So when you're around people that are really like that, it's like, why would I want to pretend I'm that type of dude? I can't, because you (laughs) might catch you. You're in the wrong place. Somebody might check you on that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to play like I'm a gangster because it's not who I am. I'm just going to try and write the music that's most true to me because mm-hmm. like I don't want to pretend to be somebody I'm not, you know what I mean? And so it's not pressure for me because I think you know, you see the Kendrick Lamar's and the, the uh, to some extent the Drake's and J Cole's like they're being themselves, you know what I mean? So yeah. if they can do it, I can do it. I'm just as skilled as they are. I know I am, you know what I mean? Cuz we came from, you can tell from watching the interviews we came from the same school and the same bringing hip hop so if they can do amazing things who says I can't so I just have to um, I just had to be very conscious that I'm not going to be an average rapper and my road might be a little longer you know what I mean because I'm not doing 
uh, microwave shit. I'm not doing shit that's just in now. You know what I mean? So my road might be a little longer. So it is what it is. You'll stay though. That's stay the point. Though. I don't want to get in here and have a year or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got time for that. Like if I'm getting in here, I want to be here. Yeah, yeah. This is a very I, I want to say weird question. I don't know. It literally just popped in my head because you're talking about like older brothers who grew up in the 80s Harlem and like having those experiences and like you mm. li- basically learning through those experiences. And um, you growing up in Harlem also during yeah. your youth. And now you see how much Harlem is changing. Mm-hmm. Do you, does any of that like influence your music? Cause like now you still live in Harlem so you're living a different lifestyle than you lived a couple of years yeah. ago. Well, Harlem is very interesting because as gentrified as it is, it's a little bit different than I think gentrified parts of Brooklyn. Because mm-hmm. Harlem is still Harlem. Like, shit still go down. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still go down. So it's a little bit different. But it's also, it's very interesting because I'm, I've been like having some back and forth, back and forth conversations with like a, a video crew to do a video for one of my songs, and it has to do with the change in Harlem and mm. gentrification and um, how that affects the people who grew up there. So it's like for me, you know, what I mean, I I still see the essence, the soul of Harlem because Harlem is a very, very like if you, you meet people from Harlem, very sure and very confident all the time. No matter what, loud, you know what I mean? And so Harlem has a different kind of soul to it that's hard to just extinguish. So I don't know. It still feels like Harlem to me, but it also is very different. Because when I was growing up in Harlem, the blocks that you could walk, it was different. You know what I mean? Mm. So, But then they still got the crack blocks right next to me. It's the crack block. I walk up that block, it's mad crackheads. Then around the corner, it's like real nice. Yeah, brand new buildings. (laughs) It's just weird. It's like... There's mad crackheads on this block. Mm-hmm. But the crackheads are even gentrified now because you see white crackheads. I'm dead serious. <laughs> it's more of them. It's more of them. You ever see them? Yo, white crackheads out there. I'm like, yo, white. You can't just to be a crackhead. <laughs> wow, that is gentrification right there as a motherfucker, yeah. Um, I have a question. Well, we all got questions. But uh, what's Black Zeus? Because I, I know your your name is Crindella. Yeah. And then I heard you saying it in a couple of your songs and bringing it up. What yeah. does that mean to you? Um, Black Zeus is, so I come, I created a collective called the Black God Pantheon. And it's like a multidisciplinary con- collective. You know, everybody tries, raps here and there, but it's really more about, you know, expressing yourself. Like Ashley Woozy, she's in the collective. She's an actress. That's mainly what she does. You might hear her do a song, songwriting, a sing, or maybe rap here and there, but she's an actress. My cousin Branson, he made rap here and there. He's an artist. Um, Real Ishmael is a rapper. Rashid Day, producer, singer, songwriter, rapper. Uh, Precious Gorgeous, actor, rapper, you know, playwright. So um, I think that, so Black Zeus came to me in a dream. I was sleeping, it was a couple years ago, I was sleeping and I just kept hearing Zeus, Black Zeus in my dream. And I woke up and I yelled this shit. I swear to you, this really happened. I woke up and I yelled this shit. And a lot of my music, if you wanted to say like a sound, like a thing that's different about my music, I have a lot of connection and like ancestors, like it's almost spiritual and weird. So when I, when I got that, I knew that it was coming from somewhere beyond. Yeah. So that's why I adopted that name. And, um, it connected me to this whole idea. Then I came up with the Black God Pantheon. The idea is like when you see like images of divinity on television, they're never brown, you know, never black. Usually, like not a lot, you know what I'm saying? You see a lot of in movies, you see these brown, I mean, not brown, like blue eyed Egyptians or blue eyed Egyptian gods, all that type of shit. Exactly. So 
the black god pantheon was just this idea of like knowing that you have divinity in, in you as well as a brown person so that's really the ultimate idea you know what i mean that just it's not about knocking anybody else down for their what they they know they have in them but it's just for you to know like you got it too like you are god it's in you you can't you know so you can't have this assumption that god said or whatever you believe god is cuz for me god is the universe but um that that there's no divinity in you if you're in God's image. So understand that that power is in you too. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it, the, the idea is. Nah, I like the term because I always liked Zeus growing up watching Hercules. Mm-hmm. And um, the stars, I'm into stars, constellations and stuff. Yeah. So Zeus plays a major role in everything, basically, in Greek mythology. So yeah. I kind of like the fact that this is the first time I'm hearing someone actually use Zeus in yeah. a positive way. Yeah, and I also wanted to flip it because there's this whole idea of like um, Greek gods and Greek ideology being very connected and stolen from Egypt. So, so that's why I was like, Black Zeus. Really just Shango. It's really just Shango, but I wanted to do it in a way where it was really more like a tongue in cheek thing. I think that's the right way to explain it. I don't know. But anyway, that's why I thought, <laughs> that's where I think it came from. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The very first song in your SoundCloud, you mm. sent us, clicked it. I think it's called Always. Oh, already. Already. No. On me? No, it's a freestyle. Oh, already. That's already. the freestyle I did already. to my man, Kemba. He's dope. Upcoming MC in New York, getting a lot of attention. And he had issued a challenge. He was like, yo, I want to see some MCs do a freestyle of this song I had. And I was like, you know what? I fuck with him. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. I, don't, I generally wouldn't do that, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I just did the freestyle. Yeah, they like they say first impressions. That was a gut punch. Yeah, I thank immediately you, thank texted you, them you, like, thank you, thank you. Yeah. "Okay," and then I ran down the rest of your page. And, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. when we invited. That, like, that's the bars. That's like, when I just do bars, that's what that is. I was at work, and Kev was like, "Listen to this," mm-hmm. and I listened to that. They, I never do that, by the way. I never do that. Especially the next day, he was like, "Did you listen to this?" I was like, "Nah, not yet. Listen to it." He like did that constantly. Tell, listen to it. And I was like, "Shit, this kid is fire." I was like, oh. Yeah, that's that's when you do the bars. The other stuff is more songwriting, but that was just like, I'm just gonna get them bars. Mm. I was just wanted a process behind that. You just he issues a challenge, and then you you sit down and you write a little. You know what it was? He put out the the beat um by itself for the song. I like the song a lot, so I was like, I want to do this, but I don't want to copy him. I want to just do my own thing, and so. I just sat with it for a little bit and wrote the rhyme, and that's what came out. Because when I get in the mode, because I came from battling in high school and in college here and there and always being the best rapper on campus and shit. So I came from, like, wowing people all the time, and it kind of got boring after a while. I was like, you know, even when I write bars now, I get bored sometimes. I'm like, yeah, these are bars, but, like, <laughs> this ain't going this ain't gonna to touch nobody hard. Somebody might be like, oh, shit, he said that. And I'm just like, all right, that's cool, but... Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to have those, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, for that, I like those those rhymes because those are a little bit, even though they were bars, they were a little bit more personalized. Like, I was saying shit that connects to, like, my history and shit. But um, that's really what it is, you know what I mean? Sometimes certain things call for this and certain things call for, okay, how does this connect to the overall theme of the song and concept? Got you. Yeah. What's your process like when, you, when you're creating music? Um... I have a weird... I don't know. Uh, I would say my process is like... So recently, I've been working with a specific producer. I was just at his crib, and we was going, like, fixing up stuff for the next project. And um, he'll just send me a beat. I'll sit with it. 
sometimes it automatically comes to me, sometimes it doesn't. And then um, I might come up with a concept, usually start with a hook, sometimes I start with a verse, mm-hmm. usually start with a hook, and then I build from there. And um, usually what happens is it's a lot of back and forth between me and the producer, the way I want to do it, you know what I'm saying? So with him, usually it is like, all right, this song I did, okay, I'm listening to it. I ask tight, but you can maybe switch up the flow here, or maybe, you know what I mean, I like this idea or whatever like that, but you could re-record it, because you didn't feel, you didn't sound as adamant as you could be so it's really like a back and forth and i might send it to some friends and they might give me some feedback mm. or whatever like that because you know when you're a writer sometimes you can be so caught up in your own voice that sometimes you need feedback from other people mm. or whatever like that and it'll make you look at the you know what you're creating so i like i have a really strong musical team but at the same time i think my process is i just let it go go back to it afterwards and see if it, it still sticks. Sometimes I got to sit with a song for a while to know if I really like it. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. So, um, the two songs, well, there's three, it's already. Um, the other one, one of my favorites is Blangish. Blangish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah so I'm assuming that's black and Spanish because you go yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. at the same time you speak in English, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how did that come about? Yo, I was on, I, this is when I used to work at Kennedy High School. I was uh, at the night school program. And I had a homegirl there, and she was, she's half Haitian, half uh, Puerto Rican. And I, I had the idea in my head, I'm like, I want to do a song where I'm like rapping, but the end of the line is, sp- is Spanish. And so I was like coming through words well because I wanted to make sure I didn't come off like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> so I was like, yo, what about this, this? And she was like, oh, you can say this. And I was like, eh. And then I was switching it up, but I would like let her hear it. And then I just finished it from there, recorded it, and it just, people really like that song too. That's like, and that's like one of the old songs that I did on the, um, the God King project, which I think those stuff was like really more fine tuning and learning how to tune my, my um, songwriting. And ideas, but that one is just one that sticks with people, mm-hmm. even to this day. Now, those trumpets, I don't know if those are trumpets. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, it's a sample. Those yeah. are loud, like, that's the first thing you hear when you, and it immediately grabs your yeah. attention. So there's you, a video for that, so you check it out. Yeah, I was yeah. watching a video. Yeah, 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 yeah video was fun. Shout out to Brooklyn, that's my homie at, on the second verse. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's my dude right there. Um, but I immediately compared. I mean, this is this is high. So, right. but I compared it to overly dedicated. Mm-hmm. And the way it sounds, because I also like, um, I think my logo. Logo, the logo. logo. Yeah, yeah. I like that song, and that song reminded me of. Um, I think it's the first song on overly dedicated or PMP. I know, okay. Um, we haven't heard that. Pussy and Patron. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That. Um. But it's, you sound ultra hungry. Like, there's something you're trying to say, but you don't know how to say it yet. Or yeah, there's something yeah, inside yeah, of you yeah. that you're trying to get. Like, is that what's going on? Or you trying to find your voice, essentially? Yeah, and that those records, I'm really working on finding my voice and putting it in a place where, like, people understand it's me. But I think in the newer records, the records after that, like, Extra or On Me and all of that stuff is really more of me finding a different voice or not a different voice but like finding more of my voice and being able to do that in tracks that you wouldn't necessarily expect me to rap over but yeah no definitely back then i was i still am hungry to be honest you know what i'm saying like i'm still like when i'm writing my records i'm like i gotta it it still gotta people gotta be like oh this is spitting you know what i mean yeah but i also want to do it in a way where it's not like i'm forcing the raps 
the raps just come out naturally and I let them be. Yeah, I just let them be what they are. You know what I mean? And it's it's embedded in me to to add that in there. I can't help myself. But when I don't think about it, like before I used to think about it, like I got to have a punchline here. I don't think about it. I just write the rhymes and they come out the way they're supposed to. And so, yeah, yeah, you know, it's definitely, yeah. I like that you said that because I listened to um, Bury Me and Go Volume Mm -hmm. 1 today. And like you said, you don't want to sound preachy. Like I felt it was teachable, but Mm -hmm. not preachy. Yeah. Like you 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 feel pretty relatable. Okay. And the music I think is very personal and it's a good blend, like mm-hmm. you said, between songwriting and bars. Right. And as I listened, I had a lot of questions. Okay. I'm glad you're here. Like the first song on me, yeah. Is that to somebody specific or is that just N- to the concept N- of failure in general? No, nah, it's not to people speci- somebody uh, specific. But it's really more just about this idea of like growing and moving on in life. And then some people you got to leave in the back. You know what I mean? Some people just don't know how to grow with you. And so like I have, I mean, maybe some people in mind, but I just really just, it just came from somewhere. Like sometimes when I write, I don't know where it's coming from or <laughs> beyond the grave or whatever, but it... That's where it just came from. Like, even the flow, all of that shit, I don't know where that shit came from. Because that's a really, like, unique... I listen to it, I'm like, this is a unique-ass flow. Like, when I switched the flow up. So, it's like, it, I don't know where it came from, but it just what, it's just what I needed to say. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really for just... You know, even, like, sometimes people think it's just a like high school thing, but, you know, you got that dude that's, you know, stuck in high school because that's the, the highlight of their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, like, my highlight... I don't want my highlight to be high school or college. I want my highlight to continuously be like I'm 40 and he turned up. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. We on we on a yacht and shit like that. You know, with the family. And so that's um, really where that song came from. And I wanted to start there because I wanted that to be the premise of me moving forward and elevating as a human being and as a person. You mentioned like. I forgot what song it was, but you kept mentioning like a lot of heavy loads you had to endure at a young age. Like yeah. I, I think you referenced twenty. Yeah. If you if you don't mind going specific, like what was happening in your life at that time? Um, you know what it really was? It was just like because of who my father was. You know, I always felt the pressure to have to be uh, exemplary. Hopefully, I hit that word. Yeah, right. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I've always felt the pressure. Um, to be that And I knew my father Was a great speaker And you know People that were around him was like You speak like your father You should do I'm, This is not what I'm meant to do I knew in my heart It was music And so A lot of that Has been like Since I was younger Even like going to college That's not something I wanted to do I wanted to just do music But for my family I was like You know I, I gotta have something To fall back on And I'm glad I did it But it wasn't really Just to fall back on It was just so I could Probably be able to get A or a decent enough job that I could survive. Yeah. But um, I think just growing up and knowing who I am and where I come from and just steadily fighting to just always exude that confidence because we go through ups and downs a lot in life. It's just natural. It doesn't matter. And so, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So a lot of that had to do with like always having to exude this confidence and being the, the son of this this man and having to, I can't be like I can't be mediocre you know what I mean I have to be great and so that's a, a lot of that shit along with other things you know but those are the things that I I can think of off the top of my head but it's you know it's a big thing to 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 want to be somebody and to steadily always be trying to reach for it but things in your way or you get pulled this way and that way and this way and now I'm like more like this like this is where I need to go so how long does that take a long time <laughs> a long time a very long time because you get pulled back and forth and you gotta figure out your voice and then sometimes like a lot of times even nowadays even finding a producer <clears throat> that works really well for what you need to do or somebody that's in the same realm that you are with your music songwriting is hard you know, and I just happened to meet somebody that was that good a producer, and we were able to like connect even before then the producer I met before him. You know what I'm saying? I just happened to be lucky. Mm-hmm. Not even lucky. I just think my stars are starting to line, and that's just what it was. But it took a while. If that is a good answer, I'm not sure. No, no it's speak from the end. It's a terrible yeah. answer. It's no. just trash. Whatever's your truth is I'm, a good answer. I just got one more. I'm sorry yeah, from the <coughs> yeah, volume one. <laughs> On the outro, now or never. Yeah, that story that happened to your friend. It's real. How, it's real. That yeah. was gonna be my. Uh, and yeah, also, it's very real. How did that impact you? Wait, wait, I remember. What's, what's the story honestly. though for the listeners? So he, yeah, so basically, uh, um, <coughs> what was it? Uh, your friend I got hit a text you from a friend on a Thursday. Basically, yeah, on a Thursday, and he wanted to hang out. I said, Nah, let's reschedule it. Told him maybe later, but later never came. He fell off of the roof while he was smoking in the rain. So now there's no more ladies only now. Hold it down. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, the truth of the matter is uh, another member of the, the clique, Precious Gorgeous, a good friend of his, Tommy Rachel, who's a producer and whatnot. Um, I became friends with Tommy through him. And um, Tommy used to always be like, he's a cool dude. He always be like, yo, man, hey, let's let's hang out, man. Hit the town and stuff like that. <laughs> no, that's how it was. And I was like... And he would hit me, and I remember I, back then I had a, a different girl, girl or whatever I was seeing, and I was like, man, I can't do it because this I'm supposed to hang out with so-and-so. And he was like, oh, okay, man, next time. I was like, yeah, next time, next week. 
And I didn't hear from him. And then I spoke to my boy. I hit up Precious Gorgeous. And I'm like, what's up? He was like, oh. he. I guess he sent out a text, a, a group text about dude's memorial or what happened to dude. And I was just like, what the fuck? What, he, what happened? And then I found out that he was smoking on the roof or something. Like, he fell and he died. And so that shit kind of fucked me up. And I and see, I have a weird relationship with death because, you know, my father passed away. But it's like the way my mother raised me was never really to take death always as a bad thing. But this was like just felt so premature yeah. that it was like it was weird. And um, it's like even to this day, like I wrote that in the song because it's, that shit really happened. It was literally a week later. He wasn't here anymore, and I, yeah. and you know what I'm saying. I I kept procrastinating, and I still do this shit. I don't understand why I still, I still procrastinate sometimes. Like we're gonna hang out, but you never know. Somebody might not be there next time. So it kind of fucked me up in a way because it was like, damn, like you know what I'm saying. Like I thought he was just gonna be there, and it's like you never know. Like I that shit could be me. I could be like, yo, let's hang out next week, and then I don't. I'm not here next week. So that's why I put it in the song because it really connects to the idea now and ever. Like you never know. What's gonna happen? And so, yeah. Can you explain a little, if you can, what your mother taught you about death? Because I always find that topic interesting. Uh, my mother really like growing up. She basically just told me, you know, death is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's a home going. Sometimes, you know, it's time for some. Sometimes people they need to go. And it's weird because she, when I would see people close to her pass, she would like have a very extreme reaction, but. I don't know, maybe, like, I just, I've never had extreme reactions to it, because depending on what it is, like, if it's, like, a, some real, like, you got murdered, that's different, but um, it's, like, I've seen a lot of people go because it was just their time to go, and it's just, like, well, I'm supposed to be upset, you know what I mean? Like, this is, it's time for this person to go, and I'd rather see somebody go than to suffer, and so um, I think that's my relationship. I just don't look at it like that, and then I don't know, man, maybe... You know, certain if so, I don't know. It's just, but that's always been like just how I looked at it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily always a thing where you just go. Ah, people don't go. Sometimes somebody gotta go. Sometimes it's time for people to go. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it is what it is. I want to ask you a question about music again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just took a real song. Yeah, I, I, I was literally just talking to my dad about it. That's uh, why. Like, yeah. Two days ago. I was sitting oh, there wow. like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, death. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 but we got it out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but now I wanted to ask you, like, what are some of your biggest challenges that you find, like, trying to break into the music industry? Because... I think a lot of our listeners are, you know, also trying to break into the music industry or just naturally intrigued about, you know, a, a musician's course to get to make it big. So what are some of the challenges that you feel like you face? I think challenges is like finding somebody that can back you and support you that really understands what you're doing and they're not trying to push you in another direction. Like you got to do this. Like no, I'm not going to do that. Like you got to rock the ball, man. Like, no. Stop it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's that. And then it's also the just actually breaking through because all this little shit that happened, gimmicks, or, like, people might be related to somebody or this, you know, that, that helps to propel people. And, you know, just finding out the right stick and the right thing that's going to get you to where you need to be or get you up there is, like, kind of difficult, I think. But, um I, I mean, that's really what it is. It's not really creating the music. It's really more 
making it so that the music gets to the right ears. And so it's like there's so many things you can do, but then there's so many things that aren't good choices. Mm-hmm. So that's the real most difficult thing to me, finding a footing. And then there's so much, like, bullshit, you know what I mean, just in general. With like people, and sometimes you get in positions where like I learned when I was younger to not do this, and ever since I've like shed that from me, it's made things a lot easier to me. It's because it's easy when you're a musician to hate on other musicians. It's very easy because you know everybody's circumstances is different. So you might be like, "Oh, this motherfucker ain't really he got this," but it's like it don't matter. That person is working. You know what I mean? They're doing what they got to do, and they're only gonna get better. So it's like that's what that person is supposed to do, and. You never know. That shit might not work in that person's favor. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to keep doing what you're doing. And so once I shed a lot of that and I was able to get rid of that and just congratulate and be happy for people doing their mm-hmm. thing, it was better for me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. I think that's in everyone's, like, yeah. career, though. That's just life in general. Yeah. Like, just not looking at your neighbor or mm-hmm. your peer and feeling, like, that natural, like, envy or jealousy. Mm-hmm. When someone, like, gets something, I guess... Better than what you received, and you feel like you worked harder, or you worked just as hard as they did. Yeah, yeah. But that that comes with like maturity and like just growing up. Yeah, like knowing that you can just be happy for someone and wait your turn. Yeah, eventually right. something will come your way. Basically, yeah, like to deal with the same shit. Yeah, Looking at like, people like, yo, where what? What the, you, yeah. you got what? Yeah. <laughs> How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you? Like, don't be a hater, bro. Just let it be what it is. You know what I mean? So that's what. That was the hardest thing, yeah. but. I've got to, you know, I've been able to shed a lot of that. And it's really just, I don't know, man, it's, it's a continuous thing, but I'm starting to feel things come click into place, so. Mm. You know, stop stressing. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the humbleness comes from just, like, it's so easy. I think if you get too cocky, you get caught up in yourself too much. Mm. You can't look outside yourself, and I don't ever want to be that person. I always want one of my homies to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, you, you know what I mean? I, sometimes you need that. Like, yeah. why you say that? I'm hey, feeling myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I need that sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So your, your pops was like this great figure and like a great speaker. Um you're. I would consider you to be a great lyricist and a great and a great artist. How did your father feel about your music? He didn't really listen to it. He didn't um, really know. I think a lot of myself. My mother kind of had an idea, but I didn't think they really knew I was as serious as I am. Mm. My brothers are like not all of my brothers, but a lot of my brothers are really starting to get it now because they're starting to see the impact and how good the music actually is. Mm. You know, and it, but it took a while because you know they don't. Shit ain't real. You you gonna be a rapper? Fucking rappers don't make it, especially not if you really good. Cause that's 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 how jaded some of my brothers are to music. They're like, he good, but you don't make it from being good, which is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they think because they come from a certain era. They don't really fuck with a lot of this shit. So, yeah. but you know, I think for my father, I don't think my father's ever heard any of my music. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. he knew I was he knew I was rapping, but he was so you know moving around doing what he does. My father was. Like this. That's just how he moved. He ain't sit down till he was sick. And he had no choice but to sit down. But um, for me, I guess it was just, I don't know. I don't think he ever heard it. But I, I'm sure you're hearing it where you at now. And he yeah. like, turn up. Yeah. <laughs> that's my son, Black Juice. Yeah, that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're Basically. putting the message in the music, though. Yeah, yeah, um, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's what it is. It's definitely something like, 
I would have my kids listen to. Mm-hmm. But like, I would have my nephew listen to at the like. Um, I met a twelve-year-old boy over the weekend at one of these um, events I was at, right. and he listens to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Talking about Uzi Vert, we was just talking about music, and I mm-hmm. was with my brother, and he brought up how Uzi Vert was nice, and I was like, "How? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bar right now mm. that doesn't involve him shaking his shoulders and stuff like that." Mm. And he couldn't, so right. I, I gave him. Um, it's funny that you. I gave him a big, um, big L tape, yeah, and then I gave him a Biggie tape, and I was like, "Listen to these two, and I have to see him next weekend." Yeah, but, sure, um, it's yeah. just crazy how like. The kids don't really know what good music is. Wow. Yeah. You are to... old head. <laughs> but I wouldn't I'm even say old. I wouldn't even say it's that he don't know good music. Like Uzi Vert speaking to him, right? Yeah. Uzi Vert's not nice though, because I, I'm not saying he's not like like going off and yeah. shit. Like Kendrick yeah. is nice. Kendrick is going off, and some of these niggas is nice. Uzi Vert does what he does, and he does it good. I wouldn't necessarily consider him a nice lyricist. I don't think he would consider himself that. Because yeah. he's not going for that. He's just making... His shit is all, all vibe and feeling. and He's like influenced by rock and all that stuff. So I get it. I fuck with it. He ain't nice. You know what I mean? At least not for me. I don't think so. Um, but you know what I mean? It just is what it is. I think it's capable... It's, it's, it's possible to like both. But I do think that the kids need to be exposed to both. And a lot of times they just aren't. If you don't have a father of... Or somebody in your life that's like, nah, you gotta listen to this shit right yeah, now. You need an old head like Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes that shit don't even always work. Sometimes it don't always work. Cause yeah. my brother used to push all these people onto me. And I was like, and then I remember he gave me that Dead Press CD, Let's Get Free. I'm like, yo, this shit fire. Yeah. I never forget that shit was fire. That Dead Press shit. And even then, like, I was listening to the locks. I was listening to ignorant oh, shit back then, locks. yo. Yeah, I was just in mad ignorant shit. And I was like, this is dope, though. Because yeah. you know what it was, though? I think I connected with that rebellious energy. Because they was conscious, but they was street. Gritty. Yeah. Them motherfuckers yeah. street. Dead press. Yeah. I like that shit. I was like, oh, this shit is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get free. That, was, that shit is a classic. Who's your top five if you have one? Um, Right now, my top five is probably not going to change. Eminem, Jay-Z. Nah, this is a typical one. Eminem, Jay Z, Nas, Andre. Speak your heart. Uh, DMX. Mm. Those are my top five. I like you got Eminem number one. Eminem's not my number one. I, it, they interchangeable. <laughs> Who? Huh? Him and Jay? Eminem's not my number one rapper. Who's Ooh. interchangeable? Huh? What's interchangeable? Who's the top one, five is a whole? I don't know. I think number one to me would be between, at this point, between DMX mm-hmm. and um, Jay. Because I'm going to tell you why. Because DMX has music that I can still learn from today. Eminem's music is great, but he doesn't have shit like DMX, like Let Me Fly or um, Look Through My Eyes, shit where it's like teachable shit. Like DMX could flip from real gangster shit to like philosophy, like hood, but not even like just regular hood philosophy. Like he's speaking shit that like is universal. It's like how you even come up like yeah. how does how you came up with that? Like, I, mean, I guess Eminem could teach you some shit, but not nothing you want yeah. to learn. Yeah, I mean Eminem was a <laughs> Eminem was a good teach li- you how to hate women and shit. Yeah, like <laughs> Eminem was a great lyricist, but he's just not my number one rapper. And I also think about like, um, I think Jay Z easily is the most consistent rapper of, of all of them. Yeah, of all of them, nobody's more consistent than Jay. That's a fact. Yeah, Yeah, there's nobody more consistent than Jay Z. And when you go back to Jay Z shit, when I think about like shit that you can take with you, 
that motherfucker got songs. Yeah. And people were talking about 444 is the first time he really opened up, but it's not, true. not true. You that's go back true. to like, you must love me. That's That might be Regrets. like my favorite. Yeah. He's saying that too. Yeah, like he's just got, he's just very like, he's. A, it might also be that he's a Sag. I could connect with that energy. They're both Sagittarius or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Him and, and X. But um, X wasn't as consistent. He started falling off at some point. But the first Drugs two joints are still, yeah, but the first two joints are still crazy. But M M is definitely in there. Andre mm. is is phenomenal. Nas the most is phenomenal. underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One now, of the most yeah. pop up and body and shit. And then walk away for years yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just off a verse, he keep himself relevant for just a verse. Yeah. I think that's dope. But I think I, so. That would be my top five overall. Of this new generation, I would say I like. I say Cole. Okay. A uh, Kendrick. Hey. Even with the the ghost writing shit, I would say yeah. Drake. You gotta what? Fiends. No, no, you gotta because just the even before then, like I would just say if I just judge him when he first came out, when I don't think he was getting nah, any of that help, of, of our, I would think he was. Time. Yeah, so I would so think that he. Music. Yeah, yeah. So I would say those three. Um, I'm trying to think who else I really, really like. You like Wale? Not like that. Don't put Wale, that on I respect him. Wale, Don't put but that on he, he well, not in me. It's been a great interview. Don't put that on. Dang, who else <laughs> I really, really that. like? Really, those three. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. What about like, want to name names? I don't want to. I like Chance. Okay. I think what about Chance Big Sean? is dope. Big Sean is dope. He's he definitely up there. Schoolboy is okay. Schoolboy actually might be in there. Um, ahead of a lot of cats because that like, last I album really is love phenomenal. Schoolboy. Yeah, Schoolboy. Um. Well, uh, really, those those guys like as far as rappers, 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 like mm-hmm. MCs overall, well rounded. I really like those guys. I like Chance. Um, I'm probably missing somebody, but those are the people I really like right now. Which one of those? I artists? think Rhapsody is dope too. Oh yeah, yeah Rhapsody is dope. Her new tape is dope. Yeah, I heard she's phenomenal. dope. Yeah, she's I heard really Power good. with Kendrick. That was pretty. Yeah, fire. she's yeah. really good. She's good too. But I I can't you know. There's a bunch of cats that are like doing great things, but I just can't think off t- off head right now. Like I like, I mean, there's cats that don't really rap like them, but I like like I fuck with a boogie. I think a boogie's dope. Yes, you know he like acts and sounds like a kid. I kids I used to teach in the Bronx, <laughs> so that's why I was like, he's an automatic win for me. I'm like, yo, he sound this like he sound. I watch his interviews. I'm like, yo, he sound like one of them. I sit down talking to him. Yeah, like he sound like one of them. Like he that's sound how he like really talks. That's yeah. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> So all types of people as far as like people that are, you know, prominent Cardi in B. the culture now. I like her. I think she's dope. I like Joey Badass. Joey. Mm-hmm. I think Joey's dope. Um Yeah, those Which are of these are artists the inspire you the most? I mean, I'm more inspired by the cast that came before me. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, even the Rock Hams, I'm a big Beastie Boys fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fuck with the Beastie Boys. Have yeah. I love those guys. My man Ad Rock, the King Ad Rock with the crazy voice. I fuck with them. Um I don't know. It depends on the moment, but I'm very much inspired by cats I named um, in my original top five: the Biggies, the Pox, all of the the legends. You know, what I mean, yeah. the puns. Even Nori at some point. I say even Nori. Yeah, the the legends. Even Nori, I was a Ja Rule yeah. fan. Yeah, I was a Ja Rule fan at one point. Oh, ja Rule Before, he, yeah, smash. he had fifty. 50 you know, all of them do. Yeah, but Ja yeah. has the city. No, ja was the man for me. Everyone in love. He was the man for yeah. a minute. He was the man for a minute. So like, there's a lot of different people. I would say out of this generation, just the three cats I named, I think you know they they inspire me. Mm. Kendrick, Cole, Drake, even okay. Chance, like all of those dudes. Because I 
I, I like to hear that energy from people, you know what I mean? And it inspires me like, oh, okay, because when I'm listening to my music, I'm like, it got to be as good, you know what I mean? I got to listen to my shit and be like, oh, this is different, but this shit is on par. And so that's how I write my music. What are some recent projects that made you go, or damn? Recent albums that damn. I really liked? <laughs> That uh, I would say the damn album I liked a lot. I don't really listen to these cats like that. Like I do, but I try not to do it Doesn't too much because I don't want to be that it, that um, uh, influenced. But I would say, uh, what was the last project I really really liked? I like the um, Internet Ego Death. Mm. That shit is fire. I fuck with. Um, I just listened to Janae Iko's new album. I like that. I like. Uh, what did I actually like? I like Ray Shrimmer a lot, actually, on, on the low. Mm. Not even on the low. Ain't like, no I'm low. I'm very obvious <laughs> about that shit. Like, I'll <laughs> fuck with Slim Jimmy and, and Sway Lee. And um, that, like, that's what I could think of. David Bowie. I'm a big David Bowie fan. I go back and listen to um, uh, Ziggy Stardust. What you think about Dave East? I think he can I rap. His feelings. He's a good rapper. You you like David? That was like one of that. the most underhanded compliments ever. He said, "I think he could rap." No, I'm not. No, I'm not hating on him. Look, 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 look. look. Dave East is a Harlemite. He's got all my respect and my support. Mm. I think he's doing what he's doing, and he's doing what he's supposed to do. Okay. I don't listen to him like I listen to other people. <laughs> okay. But I also like haven't. Drake. He hasn't been around <laughs> enough for me to really like. Because sometimes it takes time. I didn't like J. Cole at first. I couldn't stand J. Cole when he oh, first came man. out. It took a while for me to get to the point. It didn't take till <laughs> Forest Hill Drives is when I was like, oh. We about to wrap this interview up. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. I take a piss <laughs> test. I, I'm going to keep it 100. I just didn't at first. I didn't get it. Like, I liked his first song and some of his freestyles. And then the music was like, it's like, I felt like he was holding back. And I think I kind of felt what was really happening because mm. he was trying to please the labels and shit like that. And now, when he's just being himself, like, I can really connect with it a little bit yeah. easier. Did it take you a long time to get into Drake? No. Drake this came out. I was like, woo! This good man, had that good man. First of all, Kendrick too. Look, I'm just asking real the guests. Real but. fast, real fast though, because he said that J Cole was trying to like appease the labels in the beginning, so yeah. that's when he heard J Cole. I'm not gonna lie, when J, uh, what was that? Spring. He being recorded. I know though. Spring 2010, <laughs> when he came to perform at St. John's, right? Or was it fall 2009? Ten. It was spring 2010. He came to perform at St. John's, and everyone was gassed. Like, oh, he signed the rock. This is when he first signed the Rock Nation. And it was like, oh, we got to listen to all his, we got to listen to all his mixtapes. And I was listening to them, and I was like, oh, these are all right. Like it was cool, but like none of it actually like, gra- I didn't gravitate towards any of it until he performed it live. And then I was like, damn. Like then the music really hit me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, when he was like trying to appease the labels and trying to put out all these like catchy songs that weren't hitting, yeah, like can't get enough. Workout, 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 workout was one. Can't get enough is fire. Can't get enough is fire. But um, when he's putting out workout and stuff like that, I was like, yeah. If I would have, I'm thinking about it now. If I would have heard him then, I'd have been like, yo, nah, I don't see why Jake, why yeah. Jay Z signed this he's nigga. But because yeah, I got introduced to him before then, and I actually saw him live. Twice before he actually did no. all that, I was like, "Wow!" I right, think cool. I think he's a phenomenal artist. I think he's amazing, but I think sometimes it takes time to get to that point where you can just yeah be who you are. And that's I like, forgot what interview he had. He told he a light skin dude, he probably yeah. it was like, you, you and he needed to, to do that chicks. to get that album. You got to yeah. talk to these chicks, and so that's what he did. You know, I ain't yeah. mad at him. Yeah. He he yeah. said that though. He was saying I forgot what interview it was a couple of years ago. He was saying like how 
Now he can create a hit like effortlessly. Yeah, I think it was when Born Center came out. He made a uh, power trip with Miguel. He was telling, yeah, yeah I, I did that. He's I like, like, he's like I did that like in like I had that thought in fifteen minutes. He was yeah. like, because he went, he tried so hard before then to make that song, and that shit was power fire. trip was fire. That was so fire. That was fire. So I was like, okay. Fire. I still didn't like. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. I I didn't really get into him until he dropped um, Forest Hills. Forest Hills is that's like, the first full album I love from him too. I love his mixtapes. That was the first yeah. full album. I like the I last like, one too. A lot of people don't, but I like it. I that's grown on me a lot. There's yeah. some songs on it. Yeah, I'm not a super fan. I'm not a super like fan of it, one. but it's not as trash as I thought it was when I first listened. It's to same, it. yeah. yeah. It's real when good. I first listened to it, I was like, yo, this is trash. I came on here, I, I had a rant, but you was mad. I was tired. <laughs> you can't just go away for a year and then come back with two years and come fans, back with that. That was the point. But it's cool. Mm-hmm. We appreciate them. Good question. You listen to Odyssey? Yo, my my um, DJ Ron P is always pushing artists Odyssey on me, and I've heard his shit. He's dope. I don't listen to him consistently, but he's dope. He, that's where they say J Cole kind of crafted his lane. Uh, they kind he kind of copied his lane. Odyssey. Please note, Ryan is saying J Cole bit Odyssey. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no. Odyssey has more of a conscious flow. I don't mm. know who that is. That's fine. But Odyssey is dope. He's dope. He had he could write, and um, he basically was helping Cole produce too on um, his last project. Oh, I didn't know that he was. Doing I didn't know that either. Yeah, he was helping. <laughs> he was helping. But produce. Drake got a secret pen, so we gonna, so we gonna let it go. Prove it. <laughs> anywho, anywho, mm. but nah, man, you on cooling out. So what we always do when artists come on, they gotta spit some. So. Oh, I wasn't expecting. You, you gotta. Oh, you wasn't. No, I that's, 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 that's how it happened. I thought that's I, what the alarm nah, nah. was for. I like. Worry. It was like. It was like. Oh, it's time. It's time to drop some bar. Bombs, yeah. Bar up. You got your flex bombs. Uh oh. Uh oh. We doing acapella? Yeah, I ain't got no beat for you. Yeah, you don't want these table beats. Yeah, you don't want these table beats, beloved. You can get that grinding beat going like in 2003. Someone give me a pit. This is my favorite rhyme. I always do this one. If I die now, know my iPhone is scripture. Bomb all you niggas till you all out the picture. Word to my mama, I'm on my fire. You suckers, it's lullabies. The good night tuck-ins, then fuck you. I didn't stutter, it's time to close up the shutters To shut them out of the building and snipe them off From the upper floors, my paws down Broke out of the dog pound I started small and grew to cover more ground They boss tasty, mm-mm, get scarfed down My hood up, my mouth covered, my scarf down That's red, black, and green, oh, believe, ho And y'all seem confused, but trust, we know I sip Pinot Grigio and freak flows The Alpha Omega, no Greek clothes Flow crack, I said, fuck the Rico Beast mode, your pee in your pee coat. I never choke like police holds on black men who tried to be peaceful. Zeus. Jeez. Gotta stop it a little bit early, you know what I mean? Nah, Just a little crazy. taste. Zeus? <laughs> black Zeus? Getting that blood up. <laughs> <laughs> Always get goosebumps in moments yep. like these. That's, that's good. That means I did something right. No. <laughs> yeah, before you get out of here, could you describe the Grinders Mic event? Uh, what you thought of oh, it? Oh yeah, definitely. It was dope. Um, I seen a lot of really great, even like op- on the open mic, like a really uh, good amount of open mic acts. Um, it was a real fun event, man. I had a good time. Even like the performance, like I was dealing with the feedback, but I was, you know, I was hitting with the, <laughs> all of this shit. But it was really dope. Like I had a good time on stage. Mm. I got a lot of love. 
and I felt the love and energy in the building. Shout out to Bezo. Shout out to NYC Grind. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to NYC yeah. Grind. I don't, I, did we did we mention Safari that in the L, beginning? C Santana. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we did mention that you wanted. Oh, we just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope, yeah, shout out to C Santana and Safael, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they came on the pod. Yeah, they remember them. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. But uh, we definitely want to appreciate, we definitely appreciate you for coming out, man. Want to thank you for having, taking yeah. the time to come on the pod, spit some dope bars, get your voice out there, let people hear you. Uh, shout out your IG, uh, all that stuff so people can check your music out. All right, um, at Black Zeus, that's B L A C K. Z-E-U-S-X So Zeus has an X at the end of silent So mm-hmm. um, that's on there Same thing on SoundCloud I'm on uh, Spotify iTunes, Apple Music Search Crimdella 2-L-C-R-I-M-D-E-L-L-A mm-hmm. um, Or just bury me in gold volume one And I'll show up So if y'all <laughs> got them streaming services Give me them plays B Word. Yeah get them plays up But yeah and then also Uh Crimdella.com. Crimdella.com. Everything is on there. So what's the next for you? Oh uh, shit. I'm finishing up uh Bear Me and Go Volume Two, mm-hmm. which is like full length, longer. And um I'm just like putting everything in order so that I can hit people with uppercuts this time and um have everything. The the next step is to like do this shit like major, major worldwide. So this next one, it's like we're not gonna hold nothing back. We gonna we ain't pulling no punches. So that's mm. what's next for me. Bury me and go volume two, um, in the world. You know, we got any expected dates for that, or you want to hold early twenty eighteen? Early twenty eighteen. Early early twenty eighteen. Early twenty eighteen. You're already acting like an easy yeah. artist. Early twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go away for the winner. Yeah, I'm about to go for the juggler. Yeah, I'm about to kill him first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should say. Oh, the 2018. <laughs> Around that Black Panther movie time. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what we want. All right, man. Well, thank you again yeah, for coming man. out. Thank you. Thank man. you for having Come me. Come on the podcast. As always, you listen to the podcast, you support the podcast. Make sure you show your love, your support by rating, subscribing, sharing the podcast with everyone, mm-hmm. just pushing it, pushing the movement on the world. We're out here trying to, you know, give you, bring you the best talent, the best guests, and just do this every week and, you know, just grow mm-hmm. and we need we need you hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guys, for that, so just keep showing the love and support that you've been showing and just pushing it out there and sharing it with everyone else. As always, this is Cooling Out. Stay cool. Word. 
you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out.